Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, December 14th. 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Welcome to the week. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. The weather was fantastic yesterday. I ended up going on a bike ride down to Thomas Point State Park. No, it's not a state park. Thomas Point Park. It's a county park all the way at the very tip. And it is a great little hidden gem in the Anne Arundel County Park Systems. If you can get there, I highly recommend it. Well, it is Monday, so let's get right into it. On Friday, the Board of Revenue Estimates voted to slightly increase their revenue projections for fiscal year 2021 by only 0.3%, but that brings it up to $18.8 billion. And with that news, Comptroller Francho says he has identified $1.5 billion in state reserves that could and should be spent immediately to prevent evictions, feed hungry, provide medical care, and support small businesses. In a statement, he said, we are entering the worst three months in Maryland's history because of the pandemic. The lives and livelihoods of our friends and neighbors are at stake. And with the vaccine just right around the corner, we must remain aggressive in doing all we can, not only to contain the virus, but to safeguard the financial security of working families and small businesses. Now, we knew last week Governor Hogan released a little bit more money to help small businesses. We don't know what will come of this, but we have somebody high up in government pushing for a $1.5 billion state bailout. We also know last week the county executive Pittman is instituting some strict restrictions starting at 5 p.m. on Wednesday. That is this Wednesday. Most notably, all restaurants, interior and exterior dining will be closed down. It's only open for takeout or curbside. But he did make some changes to some of the original restrictions. And I just want to highlight a couple of them. In retail establishments, initially he decreased it to 25% of capacity, but they added in or for any retail establishment without a posted maximum occupancy, the measurement is 150 square feet of public space per occupant. He tweaked the gyms a little bit. Initially, that was reduced to 25% capacity and required people to wear masks. And now they've eliminated that mask at all times and says unless said activities are held in a space that provides at least 150 square feet per participants, all staff and customers must wear face coverings at all times. Bowling alleys were initially closed. Now bowling alleys are restricted to 25% capacity. However, they are not allowed to serve alcohol or any food service. And finally, the other one was on outdoor sporting venues. He has exempted professional or collegiate sports at an outdoor sporting venue, but does say that they must be conducted without spectators. That does mean that the military bowl will go on, and I did verify that. That is scheduled for December 28th. However, we still don't know the teams. Speaking of football, I don't really want to talk about this one, but Army defeated Navy on Saturday 15 to nothing, and that was the only time they have defeated Navy at West Point. Now, they haven't played there frequently. In fact, Navy was there in 1943 and won 13 nothing. so I guess Army is paying them back here. Now, while Navy is technically still in a bowl competition, it is very unlikely that they will secure a bowl spot and their season is effectively over. You do want to keep your eye out on the game on this coming Saturday where Army takes on Air Force. We'll be able to figure out who gets the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. 
And just a reminder, this Thursday evening is the final Midnight Madness, or it's also known as 11th Hour. It is a shopping event down in Annapolis. This does come one day after County Executive Pittman's new restrictions come into play. So stores will be limited to 25% capacity and restaurants will be restricted to carry out, which will include both food and drinks. There are 90 downtown Annapolis retailers who need your help. The city looks absolutely beautiful. I was able to walk around downtown last night. Three Christmas trees, two lighted canopies on Maryland Avenue and West Street, the menorah, snowflake alley, lighted trees all over the place. There was music playing, traditional garland wreaths. All the store windows are lit up. Beautiful place to be. Get down there on Thursday night and support our local businesses. And in some small local business news, an opening and a closing. Uh, GameStop in Annapolis Harbor Center will be closing their doors at the end of the month. The other area stores, which are the Annapolis Mall, Severna Park, Gambrels, and Bowie, will not be affected. That's just one closure there at the Harbor Center. Harbor Center has been having a tough time about it, too, as well. Baja Fresh is closed. Enchanted Art and Soul Comfort is down to their last final days. They're closing the day before Christmas. And the Bowtie Theaters have been shuttered since March, and they're not sure what's going on with them. As far as opening stores, Zoo Coffee, which closed down a little bit earlier in this pandemic, is now going to be replaced by a new Dunkin' Donuts. They are looking to open up in the spring of 2021, and they are looking for employees. If you want to go check that out, MaritimeCoffeeTime.com. And this is the guy that owns several in the area. He owns them in Stevensville, Edgewater, River Road, the Inner West Street across from Ramps Head, Kent Island, Lothian, and down in Waysons. And finally, as we wrap it up, just go to this website, AnnapolisGives.com. This was a joint effort between Liquefied Creative and myself back in the spring. We wanted to launch a three-part initiative to give back to the community. It was called Designing Change Together, and part of it was a tipping component where you could tip an out-of-work service industry employee. And that could be a barber, it could be a hairstylist, it could certainly be a bartender or a server. And that's all the more important now as we go into the holiday season with these new restrictions coming out of the county executive. What this is, is you can donate money as a, quote, tip to your favorite bartender, your server, whomever's in the service industry and registered, and they will get that money directly. No money taken out or anything like that. It goes directly via PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Very simple. We don't touch it. It just passes right through and goes right to the person there. The site does allow you to search for a specific restaurant or a person. And of course, you can give to a random person as well. Any restaurant owners that are listening to this, please make sure you let your employees know about this. It is a way to earn a little bit of extra money during a really very difficult time. Again, AnnapolisGives.com. Any restaurant employees, sign up. There is no cost to this at all. Just put your name in there. We do verify that you are employed with the restaurant or were employed with the restaurant. And then just let people know that they can tip you while you're at home. People that are listening that are not employed by the restaurants or not owning a restaurants, get in there. Please help these guys out. Many of them are going to be losing their jobs literally a week before Christmas. So what we can do is we can help out our community like we always do. We can come together and see if you can give them a tip. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to be updating these stories and more. If you're someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure your friends, family, and colleagues all know about us, how to get a hold of us, how to subscribe. Make sure they know about Annapolis Gives. 
Now you just need to hang tight because it's Monday. We have Ann Alsina hanging out with your Money Monday report. And we do have George Young with a winter weather forecast coming up. I believe it's the first one of the year. All of that's coming up in just one minute. But first, here's Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services, with your Clean Energy Minute. Does your home experience power outages? Or maybe you're concerned about energy resilience in general. If so, that's another great reason to consider clean, quiet, solar-powered energy with battery backup. You may have heard residential solar adoption has rapidly increased during the pandemic for multiple reasons. And many homeowners, like yourself, are adding battery battery backup, and electric vehicle charging to their solar projects. And with Maryland's Residential Energy Storage Income Tax Credit, along with the federal tax credit for batteries when paired with solar, the economics are quite compelling, and that secure feeling is even better. So whether you're looking for clean energy, energy resilience, or overall peace of mind with solar energy, we can help. To schedule a free solar design, call us today at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. But hurry, sunshine's a wasting. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now, here's George Young of DCMDVA Weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey, everyone. This is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, December 14th. It was a great weather weekend across the Annapolis region with plenty of sunshine and well above average temps both days. But this week will be the exact opposite with below average temps and lots of precipitation, starting with today's driving rainstorm with highs only in the 40 to 45 degree range as rainfall totals likely end up between 1 and 2 inches. Then after a sunny but cold day tomorrow with highs again only in the 40s, another storm will impact the region on Wednesday, mainly in the p.m. hours, but lasting into the overnight hours to early Thursday morning. And that storm is the big story for the week, as it will bring a little bit of everything to Anne Arundel County with a mixture of rain and snow throughout the day before changing to all snow later in the nighttime hours, likely resulting in some accumulation for the county, especially for the northern half of Anne Arundel from Annapolis northward toward Baltimore. This is a typical storm for this region where the exact track of the storm will determine which areas see rain and which see snow, meaning a slight difference will make the difference between mostly rain with the slushy coating for the Annapolis area or possibly several inches of snow with some places north and west of D.C. and Baltimore likely seeing 8 to 16 inches of snow when all is said and done quickly making this winter top last winter's meager snow totals. Stay tuned for updates on this storm as it could have a moderate to major impact on travel for the area, but also know that after the storm, temps will be well below normal with highs Thursday and Friday, possibly only in the 30s, with highs Friday through the weekend, likely in the low to mid 40s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DC MDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there despite the rain. Stay healthy and be safe, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC. MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at dcmdvaweather.com. Another moving moment from Christy Neidhart of the Christy Neidhart team from Northrop Realty, a long and foster company. Going through a real estate home sale or purchase is a very personal and sometimes stressful experience. Hi, I'm Christy Neidhart. My team and I are committed to working with people both buying and selling homes in all price points. 
Whether it's giving you a competitive edge while buying a home or negotiating the best price and terms while selling your home, we always have our clients' best interest at heart. Our goal is to provide exceptional service so that you will recommend us to your friends and family over and over again. Serving people is a passion of mine, and it's what my team does best. That's the Neidhart difference. That's another moving moment from Christy Neidhart. To get in touch, call 410-295-6579 or visit kn-team.com. That's kn-team.com. You work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Managing and investing, it can be confusing. Ann Alsina, a financial planner from Covington Alsina, has been helping people make sense of it all for over 17 years. Are you ready? Now, here's your Monday Money Report. This is Ann Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. After reaching another all-time high, the market declined slightly, largely due to stalled talks on a COVID stimulus package. The other big news for the market was the IPOs for Airbnb and DoorDash. And if you're wondering what exactly is an IPO, you're not alone. IPO stands for Initial Public Offering. Companies generally start as privately owned businesses. They may have investors beyond the founder, beginning with friends and family, then expanding to angel investors. An angel investor is a professional investor who takes significant risk to invest in a new company. Think Shark Tank here. Venture capitalists and private equity firms may also provide capital for an ownership stake. Eventually, many companies want to raise money beyond these options, or the original investors want to cash out and sell some or all of their ownership stake in the company. At that point, the company will work with an investment bank for their initial public offering, which is the process of offering shares of a privately held company to the public. The company will reach out to several possible underwriters for proposals. The underwriters will perform due diligence on the company and propose the number of shares or size of the IPO, initial asking price, and so on. Once an underwriter is chosen, paperwork for the IPO is filed with the SEC and the proposed exchange, such as the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. Trading is open in the new public company on the date of the IPO. If you're trying to buy shares of an IPO, that may be difficult. Typically, the investment bank that is underwriting the IPO will also sell the majority of the IPO shares to institutional or accredited investors, such as mutual funds and pension funds. Some brokerage platforms also receive an allotment of shares, although these are typically sold to the firm's largest clients. You may be able to purchase through a brokerage firm, but for companies like Airbnb, small investors rarely have a chance to buy those initial shares and instead purchase them on the exchange once trading has begun. Trading in the first few days of an IPO is often highly volatile. Many highly promoted companies have seen prices fall dramatically after the IPO. We generally recommend a diversified portfolio that is focused on your goals, while taking into account your time horizon and risk tolerance. Purchasing an IPO is fun and exciting, and you may hit the jackpot, but you may also lose. 2020 has been a boom year for IPOs and SPACs. A SPAC is a special purpose acquisition company, a publicly traded company created to raise money and buy a privately held company. In short, lots of companies are growing to the point where they are being listed and publicly traded. This continues the tale of two economies. Many big companies are booming, and Main Street shops and restaurants are suffering or going under. As an individual investor, everything starts with a firm foundation of emergency savings and reduced debt. Take advantage of any employer match in a 401k or other plan. And if you're looking for a unique Christmas present for your adult children, consider a financial planning package to help them get organized and on track. 
check out our website at covingtonalcina.com or visit our Facebook page to learn more. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC, investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance references, historical, and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in the show are for journal information only are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina with Covington Alcina. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Eye on Annapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.